0: So we have this uh, occasion to uh, settle and uh, just exploring how some of these very basic energies, faculties that we're experiencing all the time, if they're held carefully in this container in a sense of um, form, very simple form, they start to clarify, and uh, what becomes apparent is these are, they become these what are called the five indriya or faculties or energies, sometimes called governors, governing faculties. So these are listed, as is generally the case. Mm-hmm lists of things, these are <clears throat> sadhya indriya, to the faculty of <clears throat> called faith, or translated as faith, confidence, trust, resolution, these kinds of qualities, energy, virya, virya energy, something that can apply, a basic resource that can be applied, fight, Vi- you know, we could say our vitality, as it's applied, there's an energy there, virya, sati, mindfulness, or the ability to bear something in mind, to hold something in mind, to without a, a lot of opinions about it, to recollect, to bear the present, to remember the present, you might say. So this one is the one that sort of holds, the others together, the tendency is that things spin out. <clears throat> so then you have the um, Samadhindriya, the faculty of, of collectedness, gathered in, focused or concentrated, the so happy abiding. Sense of things coming to rest, energies collected together. And uh, Panyindriya, quality, faculty of uh, discernment, the ability to just get a sense of right, wrong, good, skillful, unskillful, um, black, white, in a very basic thing, um, can differentiate. So it creates order. Is not this but this. This is this, this is that. It, it stacks things up, puts things in order. And we have these, these <clears throat> in rudimentary forms, these are what we operate through all the time. You know, the faith is the sense there's, uh, there's a kind of meaning, although we don't quite know what it is. There's a basic sense of being okay, uh, fundamentally, fundamental trust in being. It gets shaken at times when we attach that to a physical condition, which definitely goes up and down, to an emotional state, which goes up and down, to a psychological harmony, which goes up and down, to intellectual clarity, which goes up and down, um, the energies which go up and down. You know, so, for, so you can't really have uh, supreme faith in these and yet there is a sense, something in us is saying, well, yeah, but here we are, I'm here. There's something here. And, uh, you know, it really keeps us alive. Without this, we lose meaning. We get depressed, and people kill themselves. And they lose lose the sense of um, the something, core presence, you might say. Fundamental okayness. So the, Faith faculty, even though my body's a mess, my mind's crazy, my emotions come and go, basically I'm okay. (laughs) Something's okay. That's interesting, isn't it? And in uh, practice, this this sense of, that begins to crystallize around what's called the triple gem, Buddha Dhamma Sangha, sense of uh, the awakened one, so it, you know, on the very faculty of potential for awakening, Dhamma, in the sense of there being uh, an order, a truth, uh, a realization that brings one out of suffering, and Sangha, there are those who accomplish an endeavor in that, committed to that. So, this gives their life some meaning. <coughs> it takes these forms. Of course, these forms are eventually formless in a way. You know, where is the Buddha? Sounds like one of those Zen koans, doesn't it? You know, where is that? Where is where is the Dhamma? And yet they act as images and as icons that. oh uh, like, yeah, 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 that's right, mm. and it, it holds helps to hold hold us. Virya, so when I do it, uh, ability to, to act, be motivated, get going, get things happening is, is the virya, energy, and it spins out. So sometimes your sense of faith spins out onto your body, you know, or your thinking mind, you believe in that, you get pride in that, that's it. It's when it goes wrong. Or we go kind of Faith goes wrong. We just get some kind of slogan, some idea like it's all dumber, or everything's perfect, or we're already realised. You have faith in that. Um, you know. Uh, but it's not. It's a, when these become places where you get self orientation. We just hang on to it as some place of security. You know, it's not. Whereas, really, faith is is something that's always. making it possible to let go of our beliefs and our positions. Virya, energy, vitality, application, the ability to apply. And, uh, you know, it's again something where you can can get a certain sense of pride in how how strong you are, how much energy you have, how vigorous you are. You look down on people who aren't, you know, load of slackers weaklings whatever so you can get this sense particularly in a group situation you know where is that you know you start to get a little bit puffed up about it or a bit depressed about it but all of us have some ability to apply and we use that you know so you f- focus on that energy that there is you don't fantasize or, or about energy there isn't or get critical, but you focus on the energy there is. You apply it. And it certainly helps when you, you contain, so you don't dissipate energy in purposeless thinking, in doubt, worry, agitation, in these hindrances. They all take energy. So it's actually getting to own it, that, uh, that it becomes an in, a real indriya, a supportive faculty. mindfulness, uh, that which establishes, you know, that which, it's not a, fu- a function, it doesn't do anything apart from establish present, so it's rem- we might say it's like remem- like remembering the present, when we use it in meditation. And of course, when you do that, well, what is present, sight, sound, touch, well, they're all, yeah, but They're all passing like the waves of the sea. Yet you remember the present, even though the present, the manifestations in the present are so ephemeral. You don't cling to the manifestations, but stay with the present quality of them. Such as when you're breathing, that breath flow is always changing. So you're just like riding on the crest of it, like surfing. Hmm? Like Surfing on the wave of the present. And sooner or later you fall over, and then you re-establish. So that's energy. Fundamental purpose of energy, really, is to keep re-establishing mindfulness. and then supporting it, so the energy goes into that. So banya, discernment, samadhi, concentration or collectedness gathered into what is comfortable. It's very, uh, a very useful thing to bear in mind as we're looking primarily in practices, where's the place in the present where your mind tends to rest? Not sleep, but rest in this. So there's something gently pleasing about it. Whereas dullness is thick and unpleasant. It's not like, that's not a rest, that's, that's a, uh, like a swamp. Uh, how to rest in that balanced, slightly pleased. This is where the the energy is still present, the mindfulness is present, confidence is present, yeah. and so discernment, banya, is present. It sets things in order. Practice can be quite a precise thing, and it's important not to lose the sense of of precision, of present moment of actuality of keeping things tidy, not spinning out into, you know, the big plans or the ideas of dhamma or practice or your life or whatever, And it's all its joys, excitements and despairs. This is just inviting the demons to take over. When we sit here we actually, just by sitting here, we're already making huge practice. Mm. So you must not underestimate the fact of just, when I say sitting here, I don't even mean really sitting, I mean actually containing oneself in the present without sitting, standing, or walking. That's a big effort, already big energy, because it's the energy of bearing the present in mind, you know? So it's attractive to think that effort isn't needed, but actually energy is a constant quota, and it, it's either running out into this and into that, doing things, making this or that, or it's, or we can gather it in. And still, it's doing things. It does it by itself. We are, we are doing creatures. We breathe in and out. Um, we, we consider, we focus, we think, we remember, we let go. All that, there's some faculty of a doingness that's going on. But what you don't want to have the, that energy faculty captured by some kind of superego fantasizer or tyrant. Pushing, forcing, um, demanding. This, that and the other. So it's a sense of, you know, it takes these faculties coming together, collecting them, rather than spinning out. And just sitting, standing, walking, you know, putting aside other things in a retreat is already a big practice. You know, perhaps we can't, do that all all the time, we do as best we can with that. Because it does, um, it's like turning the energy around. And this is like everything for life, and this many lifetimes has been running forwards and backwards and sideways. So just forming a center and drawing it back in is already a big, big energy, big application. So, a lot of our energy is about the, the not doing, about the stabilizing, about the returning, about bearing the present in mind. It's it's about bearing presence in mind, so sometimes you can just quickly come back with who is this. You can use the, often use the vitaka, the pointing, the bringing to mind, bringing a concept to mind, to, to stir, to turn things around. So when you're eating your food, that moment who is eating? You know, it just kind of helps to lift the energy from getting lost in what you're doing into witnessing it. Who is who is eating? Who is this? Who is who is the thought? Who is the doubt? Who is the whatever? Mm. You just. It's that. These are not difficult, but the difficult thing is to, is to remember them. It's to apply, which is what uh, uh, sati, mindfulness, and energy do. Energy to keep applying that. there's a uh, these these you do get the feedback there's this lovely sutta i've mentioned before about the cook preparing food for the king and uh he said the uh, first case the cook prepares the food gives it to the king walks off and the king looks at his food and doesn't really like it very much you know picks around at some of the rice or the dal and leaves the rest of it in the second case the cook comes along gives the king the food and and stands to one side and watches what the king eats he takes note of what the king eats and what the king doesn't eat and he notices what the king eats the next day he brings that food the king eats and leaves the other food behind so he takes note of what the king will eat and what the king won't eat and then he brings back the food that the king enjoys. And because of this, the cook, this cook is rewarded. This is an example. So the Buddha said, in the first case, this is where someone is mindful, but they don't listen. They bear something in mind, but they don't really take up the sign. They don't get the response. They don't listen to the response from the mind. Second case, someone who does take up the sign, Ah, this is where happiness is. This is what fits. This is what works. This is where there's a kind of resonance. Hmm? This is the difference between, you know, mindfulness that isn't really fitting with a sense of the, the pleasure, the enjoyment, the settledness, the calm. You know, that which is our feeling tone where you get some quality of the mind going, oh yes, that settles. So this is where you know, mindfulness has to be balanced, has to be understood as something that listens has discernment in it, panya, wisdom. It's not just about sl- plugging away blindly at a meditation object. You look even within that object, like mindfulness of breathing, you notice where in that you feel comfortable or your mind starts to settle. If your mind doesn't settle with that, you try another meditation object, just being, feeling, sensing the body, the whole body, the energies, the sensations through the whole body, giving it time to settle, widening, calming, standing, walking. Mm -hmm. So you, you look for the sign. And the f- faith that we have is to say, well, if this one isn't, then there is one that does. There's something here that does. And it, then it, the, you know, the true rule or the order of it is that, that we have to find that which is gonna feed back to us because it's only then that these, these faculties start to come together. And it's said, you know, when these faculties come together, they are said to merge in the deathless. This is why it's useful to bear in mind what these are, where they come from in their crude state, how they can be cultivated tended, listened to, balanced, till they merge in the deathless, which is the mind not clinging, the mind not taking up one, make it into some kind of self, the mind not making a self out of faculties